it's been about five, six weeks, five weeks, five and a half, since I uh, went into a store. Um, we went in today to pick up a few groceries and uh, we were walking up an aisle with potato chips and treats and things like that. And there was a guy there, sort of younger guy, putting away chips. And he was, the first feeling I had walking up there was, sometimes when I'm going to walk past people, I can feel like I wish I didn't have to walk past <laughs> certain people anyway. It wasn't that there was anything wrong. I, it's not like a dislike, it's an energy. And uh, it's an obvious enough energy for me that it feels like it'll be very obvious for them. I think that's the best way to describe it. That, that, that we're both sort of paying attention. But anyway, what happened was this guy glitched and glitched out hard. So I'm, he's stocking shelves and, and uh, I'm trying to sort of not get in the way of what he's doing. And then he's just sort of not doing anything. So I walk past him and I'm looking for chips. And then finally, it's, he's kind of weirded me out. And I, so I said to him, listen, you know, I can, you can do whatever you need to do because he's not doing anything. I said, I, you know, I'm, I won't get in your way here. I'm just quickly looking for something or whatever. And he didn't respond. And Adina and Julie are there and they're looking at me and they're looking at him and they're giving me the look like I, should, I need to look at this guy. Anyway, he glitched out for quite a long time. And I asked Julie, well, what did you see? Because they were facing him and I was on the other side at that time. And they said that he had just stopped. His eyes were open. He didn't blink. He didn't move. And it was as though he wasn't even breathing. And... And I, I felt this glitch uh, come on when I was just walking down the aisle. That's the feeling. It's a feeling of discordant energy of different frequency. So I had to give it some thought. We all did. We kept thinking about it as we were doing more things after that. And it struck me that when you're in the presence of an alien being, you hear these uh, descriptions of losing time or blacking out. Uh, you just sort of glitch out. And it's the same when you're talking to people about uh, Mandela effects or reality shifts. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I had to wonder, I mean, we all do, we've all run into it. I've seen it many times, the glitch around me, and it's freaky. And I've seen it talking to people I know, they just blank out, and by the time you're done talking, uh, and it's always, you know, it would be about something to do with uh, multidimensional reality or whatever. Uh, with people that should be able to discuss things like that, and they just completely zone out, and then when you're done talking, they'll talk about something like the weather, as though the, the, no conversation had taken place. And minimally, it should be that extraordinary that you either, you know, they laugh it off or make fun of it or um, something, anything except this sort of sense of that they weren't even there for the conversation or for whatever, for the discussion. It's not really a discussion, though. It's more like a lecture <laughs> kind of thing because they're not there. Anyway, so back in, you know, a while ago, I decided to look up to see if other people were experiencing the glitching, and I found it seems to be titled MK Ultra. I don't think it has anything to do with MK Ultra. I think it has to do with, uh, well, it, you know, Julia said to me, it's as though somebody turned his Internet off and then he had to wait for it to start up again. And I've heard that description when it comes to how human humans work, that we have, <clears throat> we're animated by the radio signal that is consciousness. And 
that if we were to be disconnected from consciousness, we'd just, we'd just be very 3D. And that's the sort of, I think, what I describe as the backdrop people. But it's not, it's my description. It's uh, Dolores Cannon stuff where she's talking about that. But I think she might be talking about something even different. Some people uh, talk about it with different terms. Uh, I forget what they are. The goat stare or zombie or glitching, freezing things like that, but we have a field, a Merkaba field, that is our consciousness, which is about 26 feet in diameter, so a 13-foot radius around us, and which everybody has. So within 26 feet, the 13 feet and 13 feet touch, are um, intermingle those fields, and you have a conversation on a higher level as you're walking down the aisle 26 feet away from somebody, and you immediately you can pick up this sense of I wish I didn't have to walk past them. You know what I mean? Um, but typically when I get that feeling, I just say, okay, fuck it. Just, you know, hold and balance, do what I'm here to do. And, and I have, a, even though I know it's likely to feel weird or even get weird. And I've seen people turn around uh, at the other end of the aisle, um, you know, when they see me. And so sometimes people will um, even avoid having to walk. I, I don't typically, if I did, I'd be avoiding everybody all the time. So it was an interesting experience, so I decided to look up uh, some glitches and put them up for you to see in case you haven't seen them. Usually I just link to them, but I'd rather, I just took bits and clips from, from YouTube, put them together for you. My opinion is that it is, uh, it's a, when you come into an area with a higher, typically a higher vibrational consciousness, like let's say, uh, an extraterrestrial where humans black out and glitch or whatever. Um, what's happening, I think, is the more high-frequency consciousness is distorting or breaking the signal uh, to so on some level to the person with the lower-frequency conscious awareness. And what it's telling me, again, is it proves, sort of in a tangible way, that if you're interacting with people who are, let's say, triggered by you, that you're better off to stay in a high vibe and control that interaction on a higher level from on a an unspoken let's say uh let's say in a telepathic connection and in a sense that higher frequency interaction of merkabas or conscious uh, the toroidal field of consciousness and if you can hold that vibe then you'll control that that interaction on a higher level it goes to uh something that i i posted on um Patreon. And it was about something I forgot to talk about in the last recording, and that was the um, that cryogenics brings the frequency of matter to close to stillness, which is why it can levitate. It's why we can program mass and polarity or the flow of energy in, let's say, magnets. And we can do that, I believe, by controlling the electromagnetic field pattern <clears throat> with other electromagnetic fields arranged in certain patterns. And, or a little, you know, using a little bit of power to control the actual flow of energy through matter. But my point here is that um, when, when you look at gravity as a harmonic um, attraction, a frequency attraction, everything being frequency, and that is what gravity is, 
um, and we prove it by, by using cryogenics and having things hover, like I said, but when, and it, it holds it in a position, almost like a nuclear force. It's got a strong force to keep it in a certain place, but we could program it and move it away from other objects, uh, like a UFO or whatever, maneuvering through space <clears throat> by controlling the frequency that is gravity uh, in relation to other, um, other matter or Earth or whatever. So what am I getting at here? So by changing, by holding your frequency inside in, in a state of uh, less negative polarity or state of balance, then you are aligning yourself to realities, parallel realities, that are uh, in harmony with you. But if you drop your vibe, what you're doing is aligning yourself with, um, with the lower frequency consciousness that is then impacting you. You're giving your power away, as they say. So for, for as much as uh, harmonics attract and repel the frequency of things in matter, they also do in consciousness and they do with everything. Uh, everything has polarity and it organizes itself by polarity, by its frequency. Um, there's not much more to say about it. It was quite spectacular. We felt that all of us felt I should do recording on it. And I believe that it's, it's an interaction with a higher state of frequency or consciousness that uh, is glitching other people out. Because, I mean, they shut down entirely. I mean, this guy in the aisle shut down entirely to such an, an extent he couldn't even hear me talking to him. He was gone. And then I, and I couldn't see his face, so I thought he was just distracted or, did, you know, didn't want to interact with me or whatever it was. So, but then, you know, Adina and Julie are trying to get my attention. It's like, you know, he's not there, man. He's not listening because he can't hear you. He's not there. Uh, and it went on for what I would say would be two minutes. I think Julia said about a minute of complete glitch, but I was aware that he was glitching as soon as we were going up the aisle. I could feel that energy, but I was also aware that he wasn't quite there. He was interacting in a very nervous, creating a very sort of a nervous interaction because there was no sort of even body language communication, you know, where I'm trying to stay out of his way and he's just not doing anything as though he's waiting for us to disappear out of his aisle, but he's just not there. It's quite spectacular. Um, you can talk about your experiences in, your, in the comments if you want. Uh, it's a good sort of tangible um, experience to understand the power and importance of holding your balance in the times that we're about to go through with the political things and not to bother triggering with anything. You'll find you'll have more power, more traction and, and uh, more positive feedback. In other words, you'll be more satisfied by holding balance and letting things go that might trigger you. And that also, in the big picture, puts you into higher frequency reality. It's the idea that judgment and fear lowers your frequency and unconditional love raises your frequency. So if you're one to be able to walk through life with unconditional love towards everything, then even those things that you don't like, that are not in harmony or frequency or whatever, you're just not, you're not approving of it, they they shift, you know, the parallel reality shift, and they become um, things that either just cannot affect you or things that cannot, that don't affect you, and you see them change gradually over time. It's kind of like, <coughs> excuse me, the, 
seeing the things that I'm seeing and focusing on holding balance and recognizing these changes over time, seeing that tarot cards, the, the meanings for them have changed to reflect the reality that I'm perceiving now. And it's not that I didn't read those words before. They weren't there. They weren't there in the way that I'm reading them now. And to give you a visual of what I'm getting, you could have a book that, uh, let's say a hundred page book, it's a great story. And you could give it to different people at different levels of consciousness and the words would be different for each person to some extent. They would, they would perceive the book differently from each other, kind of like eyewitness testimony changes. Um, eyewitness testimony or eyewitness experiences are different right off the bat and then over time they change uh, even more because we distance ourselves from, the, uh, from our history by changing our frequency in the now. The now has uh, whatever frequency you're in has a past that is chain linked to that. In a, in a sense, your past is changing all the time. If you were to, we're having this uh, sort of a post discussion under one of the videos about feeling guilty that we're leaving people behind. And I went through that um, and I was trying to find a happy medium, but then I just turned the guilt off and people just went away. I wasn't being treated as though I should be guilty. I was not being treated by anything at all. So I, by feeling guilty, I was choosing a reality experience that would make me feel guilty. By letting it go entirely of not feeling guilty, interacting whenever my intuition said to interact, um, people just forgot about me in a sense. They just sort of drifted away. Uh, just kind of like glitching out, like leaving their reality, the flashlight analogy. I'm just so off-centered, I'm not even there. I'm not on their mind. They're not on my mind. And I'll just leave it with this. It also speaks to those things that you think about where you're running a scenario through your mind about old, about your history, old relationships, experiences, the way it should have went, the way you wish it went. What would it be like if um, all these tarot readings about what are they thinking all that sort of stuff. I look at that and go, man, you're just creating your own reality by diving into the past, wondering what it, what the perception of another is like, or what those experiences uh, should have been, could have been, or what you should have done. You're anchoring to a reality where it matters in a sense. You're anchoring to a reality where it has an impact on you. If you entirely blank out from your past, just going with your intuition and heart, heart-led. I'm not saying walk away from everything if it's, if it's something that isn't, doesn't feel right in your heart. Um, you're creating it. That's my point. Uh, don't judge yourself. Don't judge others in that sense. Put your harmony in a state of neutrality and, uh, and follow the things that are fun to do. That keeps your vibe high. These were stuff, that, yeah, it's stuff that I was talking about on, on uh, Patreon a little bit. Because I can, I can right there. I don't have to speak all the time. I can just write it out. YouTube doesn't let me write until I hit a thousand uh, subscribers. So it's always got to be a video. And then if I have an afterthought or something like that, I, you know, I'm not going to typically do a video about it. But this time I did because of this glitch. It sort of pulled everything together. Um, the fun thing or the thing to understand about fun is my next move will be where's the most fun we can have based on what it is that we have access to resources time interest things like that our passion inside and it's just essentially more freedom because i mean i go in one day to go grocery shopping and i'm facing the very hardcore realization that i'm man i'm just not 
I'm just not somebody that enjoys, you know, experiencing the uh, public that much until we get through these divergences a little bit more. I don't have a phobia. I could do it every day. It's just not that much fun. Um, as an empath, you pick up just about everything. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't know how to put it, but it's not that it's, it's fun to get out and about and I really want to do things, but I'm really, you know, if I can just do my own thing without having to be in a grocery store, I would prefer to do that. Um, so the fun thing, the purpose of that is to have a vibration that is high because that's the reality that will be reflected back to me. Uh, those doors will be, become those doors of opportunity that, that uh, take me where I really want to go, show up. In other words, they're not there. The meeting, the synchronicity, the, uh, all of the things that are of higher vibrational, um, that are just of higher vibration in that sort of parallel reality, those doors are there if you're there. If you're not there emotionally, if your state of being is not there, then those doors are not there. This is why we control the switch as to when things will happen. We're unanchoring from the past. We've been unanchoring from the future, unanchoring from the ego and the fear of the past. I think I'm completely done with that. A lot of us are. And now we have been for a while unanchoring from the future, ego and karma and fear uh, as well. So we're, we're coming into this neutrality. So it feels like nothing, nothing's happening. Uh, we're waiting for something to happen. And ultimately we will get to the point of complete and total fuck it. And we will just begin doing something and then things will work because you're releasing the waiting, the frequency of waiting, the frequency of rescue or needing to be rescued. And you're taking control of your reality. Um, when you feel good and ready to do it, when you feel healed to do it, and you'll create it because you will control your, your reality in that sense. You will be in harmony with um, a fearless future and a fearless past. No regret of the past, no worry of the future, uh, no ego that you have to be or do something. You're just holding your light in the highest, highest frequency. And that, by certainly minimally by the radius or by the diameter of your field, toroidal field, you're impacting everything. It's kind of like... Uh, Oh, I don't know. You know, the, the energy that you pass on to somebody is with them. You've disturbed their field. And, as, you know, if they didn't trigger and blow up on you, then they're going off with a slightly tweaked uh, field. And they're sort of impacting other people, too, whether they're aware of it or not. It doesn't matter. It's physics. You, uh, everybody's a spinning top. If you're going super fast and you bump into somebody, then they're going a bit faster. And then they're bumping into people and they're going a bit, bit faster. It's, uh, it's funny, but the masters wander, you know, I was, I was hearing something about that recently, but they wander and they wander and they learn. I think Jesus was in the mountains and Tibet and different places, but all of the masters kind of wandered. They were, they're interacting their field of their troidal field of consciousness with Gaia's fields in different locations and with other people sort of spreading the higher vibrational, uh, energy, love, you know, and, and, and that was what it's all about. That's what it is all about. But what a glitch, man. I wish you, I wish you could have been there. It's like unbelievable. It's just like somebody shuts off completely. They don't blink. They don't move. They're kind of completely relaxed. And when he came to, um, I was asking Julia, Julia didn't perceive him to be anything except maybe slightly aware but maybe not even aware, you know, that he was just, he carried on doing his thing. I think Adina saw him as uh, sort of looking around a little bit nervous or something that something had happened. 
And I was just feeling like, holy shit, man, this guy's in a world all, all his own because there was no body language or communication to let him know that it was okay to continue doing what he was doing because he wasn't doing anything. He was just sort of just standing there. Um, and that's it. So I'm beating a dead horse here with this one, but it was pretty cool. So here, I'm going to put the, oh, 20 minutes. Where will I put the glitch? I'm going to put the glitches at the beginning of the video so you don't have to go 20 minutes to see them. Okay, and I'll talk to you later.